Hey, and welcome back to another episode of e-commerce and brand growth. I'm your host, Michael Campanaro, e-commerce expert, marketing specialist, and owner of Porters.io, a company dedicated to helping brands scale their businesses online. Today, I am back with another episode that is talking about retention and the importance of keeping your customers and keeping your customers happy. So this is something that I think is sometimes considered later, like almost too late for a lot of brands. Um, They're so focused on acquisition and getting new customers that they tend to stop focusing on what they're going to do after that customer becomes a customer. And so the importance behind this really falls into the overall ongoing growth of your brand and continued revenue increase for your company. So it really makes sense to focus a lot of energy here at the beginning and grow here as you continue to move forward with your company and brand. It's um, one of those things that tends to be a lower cost in the bigger picture of things. Um, Once you have somebody as your customer, if you can upsell them, cross-sell them, or keep them retained, essentially, they're likely to purchase from you again. Um, Really good retention will create a strong bond between you and that customer and um, create also a a sense of trust between the two and and an affinity towards the brand. So there's a lot of things that you can do here to help improve your retention, but it might be a good time to take a step back and think about what you are actually doing after a customer uh, makes a purchase and how you're communicating with them, um, how you're connecting with them, and how you're growing a rapport with them over time. And so I'd like to go over a few things that I think are valuable to consider that are pretty high level but you wanna make sure that you are starting with these and really, really focusing on how you can improve them and improve your messaging overall. The first thing I'd say is um, email and SMS can be a really great way to automate a lot of things that can help with retention, uh, starting from your post-purchase email flows and SMS flows to your VIP email flows, win-back campaigns, educational and and sort of mission-driven content. Essentially, the more information that you can send out after a sale that isn't necessarily product-focused and more focused around your brand or why that person sort of fell in love with your brand from the first place is only going to help to um, uh, sort of act as an authority to why they purchased um, from you at the first place. So whether this be a follow-up with a story from your founders or uh, stories from your customers or what people are saying about you uh, to just some additional information about your brand. Maybe you have a sustainable mission. Maybe you can focus a little bit of the storytelling aspects around that. People came to your brand uh, from the beginning and there was something that they loved about it. And it's it's good to remind them like why they've fallen in love with it and maybe give them a few other reasons to fall in love with it. Um, This is, even to take a step further back, um, you might try to think about how you could hold back a little bit in your messaging on your site and use that information later in a retention strategy to tell tell more of that story. Or maybe there's some info that's sort of hiding in the darkness on your site somewhere that you could pull out and just use for 
uh, more content. Um, it can be email, it can be retargeting strategies for ads, it could be organic posts or blogs, uh, essentially any content that you can create and get out there in front of your customers that make them feel like you're providing them with some information. So that, that goes into a later or another topic that I'd say is just content geared towards um, your customers' interests and and really just less focus on your products. Um, I say that often, but I, I think it's because I don't think it's really um, drilled into everybody's head enough. I think people are still talking a little too much about their products products, especially after someone has made a purchase. Um, I think the only information you need to sort of tell somebody after they've made a purchase right away that's important about the product is essentially how to use that product. And then I'd say to piggyback off of that, then educate them on more information around the product so that they can become a better ambassador. Um, Not only are you retaining them as a customer, but you're also helping them to speak about the products in a way that tells more of a story too. Um, I'd say you can also create that content more towards about um, things that they've purchased. If they've made a purchase in a certain collection, um, maybe you can draw some assumptions around that and provide some content that is focused on that collection or that area of um, products that they are interested in. You also can show them things that they feel matter. If you, again, had a sustainable mission and maybe you're a partner with 1% for the planet, this might be a time to talk about your decisions in moving forward with a certain organization that you work with. Maybe you're a B Corp. Maybe you've got some really cool company um, events that you do or put on or partner with other people. That's This is where you, you want to then really lean into what their interests are and draw them more into your world, essentially. Um, You've kind of made an introduction, you've made a sale, and now it's time to be more of a friend, um, more of a um, a sort of a provider of just interesting content for them. Uh, This does not mean that it can't be product focused at all. I'd say that Um, You could also have retention with other things like loyalty and rewards programs. Um, You could have VIP discounts, follow up with them with certain emails that have tiered discounts that are just focused for people who have paid or spent a certain number in your store uh, or purchased a certain number of times with your store. Any type of rewards that they can earn um, for their purchases, it can be a surprise. You could maybe do you don't say this on your site anywhere, uh, and then you follow up with an email that is is a surprise that they get a free gift with their next purchase. Um, or you could create a, a whole entire reward program with um, an app like Smile.io, which we use often, where you can have your customers complete different actions and then they get rewarded with different points. That's a nice way to create retention. But you want to make sure that you are communicating what that reward program is and getting more people to sign up for it. If you just put it on your site and expect it to work on its own, I haven't really seen much um, success with that unless the people purchasing on the site are coming back on a regular basis and purchasing, then they're used to seeing rewards kind of like at a coffee shop. If you get a stamp whenever you get a coffee, you'd get a reward like that. Um, things 
that create recurring purchases are also a really great thing to focus on. Subscriptions can work pretty well. Sometimes people, um, you know, might get frustrated with having to cancel their subscriptions because too many things are coming. But I think if you can set this up, it sets subscriptions up in a way that makes sense for how people will refill their subscriptions, then you may end up uh, having a, less of a chance ending up like that. But just the option to get somebody on a subscription, if you have a product that might make sense for subscriptions, is a, is a nice way to, uh, in some some ways, guarantee that revenue that's going to come back in when that refill um, or when that subscription refills. So I'd say to implement a subscription model if it makes sense for your customers and your brand. Um, and then as it relates to products too and purchases, I'd also say that it makes a lot of sense to have a schedule of new product releases or uh, releases of special merchandise or um, uh, just it could it, it can be new product launches or things that relate to your product, but you should have things coming up on your site that you could talk about and have a, another reason to have a touch base with your current customers. It also shows that you're moving forward and being innovative. And I think that that can also help strengthen retention when people are feeling like they kind of need to stay up with your news because you might just happen to have a product drop come out and they don't want to miss that. So if you can have a schedule of launches that would be really helpful. I have found that for brands that launch more products, there tends to be a pretty good boost each time they launch it. But for the the brands that are coming out with a product like nonstop, I almost think there's there's a good there's a in between there's a balance between that. Sometimes if it's too much, then it's um, it's it's a drowned out and missed in the messaging. So just be mindful of how much you're actually launching and try to create some new products for your brand. It doesn't always have to be a big thing. It could be as small as a pack of stickers, but just having something to uh, reach out and even toss it in as a free gift it can help with retention there too. And lastly, I'd say it's always important to engage on other channels, not just your website. Um, it's great if you could have the time to start a podcast, if you can start a YouTube channel, uh, become more familiar with TikTok, Instagram Reels, essentially anything that can bring your brand to life and become more like a real person. Um, founders are great for this. Sometimes just people who are, who love the brand can are great for this. But the point is to grow a strong affinity for the brand to retain people and have a have a a place to sell them again to bring them back and make another purchase. And uh, I, you can also think of um, having an, a group of ambassadors or people that are promoting your products as part of your retention strategy, because that can actually draw uh, pre-purchasers back in for another purchase too. When you do have a promotion or a product drop or something happening, those can be part of your retention strategy. Although a lot of the times we focus on acquisition through those channels, it can also be a great way to create more retention and more return customers. Um, so other than that, I'd say that you want to just keep an eye on some metrics that you could measure over time. 
even in Shopify, if you're looking at your new customers versus your returning customers, that might be a nice place to start. You could also look at your customer lifetime value um, and then look at your revenue attributed to these different um, tactics that you're trying to achieve. I know that there can sometimes be a lot of stuff to go over here and, and, um, and run through it, but a retention strategy is not something that's just uh, should ever stop improving. So there's always going to be something to work on and just being actionable and starting in one place with a few things can really make a difference in the longevity of your success here as a brand. I would love to chat more about this as always. You can uh, feel free to reach out at any time, leave a comment, uh, contact me directly on my LinkedIn or um, you can always reach out on my website or my company's website, which is porters.io. Again, this is another episode of e-commerce and brand growth with your host, Michael Campanaro. I'll talk to you next time.